Hello, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate all of the downloads. We crossed a million or a month or so ago, but that's a big deal. It's a big deal. People are tuning in. Uh, it's looking like the quarantine's starting to end, so people are going back to work. That's always a good deal. But we do. We appreciate everybody that's listening, and we hope that everybody's uh, staying safe in these crazy times. This podcast is brought to you by the one and only Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Look no further. Give us a call today. Talk to Jeff, 940-658-3172. Or stanfieldhunting.com or look us up on Facebook at Stanfield Hunting. It's hunt booking time. It's May now. Hunt season's going to be here before you know it. You need to get on the books. Books are open, Jeff. Yes, they are. Always, 24-7. Look us up, stanfieldhunting.com. Follow us on Instagram, stanfieldhuntingoutfitters.com. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. Get skinny. Get skinny. You want to have a successful 2020 season, 2020 hunting season? You need you some Dive Bomb. Go to divebombindustries.com. They're coming out with stuff left and right. They got floaters coming out in the not-too-distant future. Specs Hawks. Spec socks, well, they had those, but these spec socks have their heads up. They're constantly coming out with something new, something new to change the game. They're the best silhouette on the market. They're the best silhouette sock on the market. They're what we use, and so many outfitters across America have made the switch to silhouettes, and they're using Dive Bomb. DiveBombIndustries.com is the way to go for 2020. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Only the, takes one. The hardest hitting shotgun shell out there right now. It's a culture. They've created a culture over there. All American made everything, every component that they put into these shotgun shells made right here in the USA, right up there in Michigan. They're doing a hell of a job. They're killing the game. BossShotShells.com is where you can find them. They'll ship right to your door. No big box stores, none of that stuff. Keeps the cost low. And it comes right to your door. You don't even have to get out of your underwear, which is a lot of people aren't doing that now that they're still under quarantine. They get up, stay in their underwear. So when you're surfing the web, go to BossShotShells.com. Get all your shotgun shells for this coming season. Also, if you're turkey hunting, I would highly recommend you get some Boss Tom in your life. Reach out there and get them. And we're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. The 2x4 blind the way to go. It's comfortable. It's roomy. You pack four people in there. It's got nice amenities. Got a little pocket for your coffee or water or whiskey, whatever you go, whatever you got going on there. I don't know, but the Lucky Duck two by four is the way to go. They've also got spinners. In case you didn't know that, Lucky Duck is known for their spinners. They're what we use. They run on a remote. You can put them out in the goose spread. Geese come in, they don't like the spinners, you can turn them off. Ducks start flying, you can turn them back on. Easy as that. LuckyDuck.com, or look them up on Instagram. Lucky Duck Premium Decoys on Instagram, I think's their handle. Good stuff. Good stuff. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. PacificCustomCalls.com. Uh, they've got some great turkey, de uh, turkey calls over there. Got some in right now. They're the mouth call that I use. Good stuff. Um... Their duck call, they've got a lesser goose call. It's really good. Uh, I mean, they've pretty much got it all. Big geese, little geese, ducks, turkeys. If you need if you need to call it in, I would look up Pacific Custom Calls 
get what you're going to need. Good guys over there, too. Real funny. Uh, we're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club. New to the podcast world. I think, what's their podcast? It's just Looking Glass Duck Club. The Looking Duck Glass Club. Duck Club. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to the great guys over there, Logan Pyatt and his buddy Rebel. Uh, they got a bourbon tasting weekly type of, type of episode. It's a lot of fun to listen to. So It's a man's podcast. <clears throat> it's a man's man's podcast. They've also got uh, sweet looking hoodies. I've talked about it before. Looking glass means a guy perched up shooting ducks and uh, got a scope on his gun. It's a fun little hoodie. Don't take it too seriously, but a lot of guys I see on Instagram are getting these hoodies. So you can uh, find them on Instagram, Looking Glass Duck Club, get you a sweet little hoodie. And then you can also listen to their podcast. Uh, it's Looking Glass Duck Club, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also brought to you by J2 Outdoors, maker of the J2 Ice Ripper. Don't let Mother Nature put a halt to your season anymore. Use the J2 Ice Ripper. Keep your honey hole open. Keep it from freezing over. Water is the water's king. Best best bait in the world. If you open don't water. have water, <coughs> if you don't have water, you got nothing at all. Ain't no waterfowl if you ain't got no water. Nope. Locks up, bird ship out. Don't let Mother Nature fuck you over anymore. Go to uh, get the J2 Ice Ripper. I think it's uh, j2outdoorsllc.com. You can get you one. They've also got a stimulus sale going on right now. Five fifty. Get Ship. you one of these ice rippers. I think that's right to your door. Shipping tax, everything, I believe. That's a hundred bucks off. Said it's going to be one of the best sales that they're going to do all year. So, if I was you, I'd jump all over it. J2outdoorsllc.com. Last but not least, my favorite sponsor that we got, William and Chris Wines. Don't let the quarantine blues get to you. Have you a nice bottle of Skeleton Key or any other type of wine. Uh, all Texas made. It's delicious. They can also ship to your door. If you look them up, williamandchriswines.com. All made there in high Texas. You can find them at Central Food. No, I fuck this up every time. Whole Food, Central Markets, all the fancy little restaurants, not Walmart, okay? You got to go to a high-dollar High dollar supermarket to find these things. But great wine pairs good with pretty much any occasion. WilliamandChrisWines.com. Also, look them up on Facebook because they do uh, virtual wine tasting. I think like once a week, twice a week. It's a lot of fun to watch if you're a wine guy. This episode of the podcast, it's uh, it's Jeff and I. We're going over the, uh, the incident in Minneapolis. The looters, the rioters, the, uh, the terrible incident with the cop. <clears throat> taking a man's life for apparently no reason uh, that that has ignited this situation up there. And, uh, you know, we look through it, uh, we go through it kind of with an unfiltered lens. It's not going to be politically correct. Uh, we hope that you enjoy it, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Are you ready? Ready to go, Daddy-O. Here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. 
God, I fuck up our own deal. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Ice Ripper. Yeah. Nice brand new Ice Ripper sitting sitting in the driveway. Yes, yes it is. And they've got a sale going on right now. Folks, Still, if you're going to if you're going to spend money to help your spread and you're in the northern states, which means anywhere from southern Oklahoma north, on a normal winter, and those birds in late in the year and everything's froze up, you can keep the birds. Buy you an ice ripper. You spend all your money on your spread and stuff. Get you an ice ripper and keep your water open and control the ducks. To a certain extent. you If, if you've got open water and everything's froze up, you're going to have ducks. But if there's two foot of snow... Well, that, that's we have a different. We issue. ain't had that in years. Well, that's true too. But yes, you can uh, you can definitely prolong your hunting season by having an ice ripper. And I don't know why anybody up there doesn't. It's do a it. cheap they're affordable. investment. They're very affordable. It's a cheap investment. Yep. You know, if you can get uh, an extra week or two out of hunting season, or shit, if it doesn't snow, hell, you could probably have longer than that. But what, what, for five hundred bucks, five hundred dollars, and you think about it this way: if if one lasts five years. That's yeah. $100 a season Yep. to guarantee. You're paying all that money. What's $100 freaking dollars if you're going to do it? I know somebody's like, Waiters well, are half of that. Yes. So buy you, get you an ice ripper. Best investment Depending you on get. Depending on which waiters you And buy. the price is a very affordable, and it's a very they good investment. they got a stimulus sale right yep. now. So $500 jump shipped on to it. your house. I think shipping. it might be $550. But is it shipping, handling, either. everything. It's a damn oh, good yeah. deal. Right to your door. Great deal. Great deal. Good guys over at Ice Ripper. All right, let's talk about the topic in hand. This is Strange going to times. be this is going to be a screwed up podcast, and we're probably going to make some people mad. It's going to be about the Minnesota deal. It ain't just a Minnesota Never. deal. It's they've got different episodes going on throughout our country. The cop in Minneapolis killed that guy. Yes. Bottom line, he killed him. Now, what a horrible way to go! Uh, like I couldn't imagine somebody with his knee on my neck and just you just slip away. Yep. Um, I, I, I'm good friends with the policeman are really one of my best friends in the world. And me and him talked about this the other day and he told me, he goes, that guy also was at the tailpipe of that car, maybe breathing carbon monoxide might've added to it also. Was he at the tail or at the, at the front? No, he was at the back of the car. Really? Yeah. yeah I guess I have not studied and it. That there's much. no reason for him to sit on his neck that long. It's a fucked up deal the whole way through the cop is guilty of this deal. I have yet to find one person that took up for the police officers. Not nobody. Usually when something happens with a police officer, you don't see the whole video. Well, you've seen the whole video, and you said that there's no he never resists or nothing. Uh, he stumbles a couple of times. Uh, I guess when they pull him out of the car for the first time, he stumbles a little, little bit. And then, yeah, he is at the tail. I'll be a son of a bitch. Um, and then, yeah, he, he basically trips and... It's a fucked up deal. I mean, it really is. Sorry, I'm playing a video. And it is a screwed up deal, and it's 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 and it's causing a lot of other problems. My biggest issue with this whole thing is that they need to do something to the police officers. Now, well, I mean, the wheels fired. of justice move slow. They fired them. Let them get their case together and let them do their charges. Don't don't burning and looting and rioting and all that bullshit that ain't doing that that loses sympathy from people like me when i see people looting and rioting i lose all sympathy you want to march down the road and not cause up any problems i have no problem at all with that this is america we're allowed to do that but i do have an issue with you burning and looting and i'm going to be completely honest i don't think it's the people looting and stuff are all minnesota people now there's a lot of them that are i think george soros's paid thugs are coming into these areas 
because me and mom stayed up till two o'clock in the morning watching it last night, watching them burn and tear shit up. I, I tell you what I was waiting for is the third precinct in Minneapolis the police department. They burned up last night. They had gas lines that were open and there was a smell of gas in there. Why did they have gas lines that were open? They, this, they broke the, the gas lines. The they, looters The did. looters broke the gas lines okay. in the back of the, the deal, and it was spewing gas, and they had that fire going. And I kept waiting for us to have a, a, a karma moment where all these fucking people chanting and stuff outside, they were fixing to get blasted. And it didn't happen. But I, So I stayed up for two hours waiting on this big waiting explosion because the police were telling people to get away, get away, get away. And I was waiting for that. And But the, the longer I watched, the wider the crowd got. Professional. The, that's the Antifa thugs from Portland probably is part of it. Well, the AutoZone guy, you and I talked about this a little bit. There's there's a conspiracy that it's a it's a police officer from St. Paul. The guy's wearing a full-on respirator mask. He's got a hat on, and he's got an umbrella. So, I mean, really, other than his eye, his eyes look like the picture, but, I mean, you don't see his hair, you don't see his mouth, you don't see his nose, you don't see anything like that. Any other distinguishing features other than his eyes. And he was the first one to break the glass at the auto zone. And you said you watched the guy. He had an umbrella? <laughs> yeah. I'll show you the video. Um, yeah, he see everybody's like standing around. It's after um, the target's already on fire, I believe. And I think the auto zone's caddy corner, if I'm getting my videos right. And uh, they spin the camera around. There's a guy carrying an umbrella in the sunshine and a hammer. And he just goes to every window at the auto zone. Pink, pink, pink. And a black guy actually carrying a Little Caesars pizza box traces him, confronts him, and then the guy with the camera also follows, and then that guy swipes for the uh, swipes for the camera. But yeah, it's a it's a weird deal. He's dressed in all black. See, I just I don't I I understand the motions. First of all, there's two but, different. But what I'm getting at is this guy's a paid. Yes, there's two different groups of people working here. There's people that are legitimately upset. Here's the video. Uh, so they're already rioting, and then it's the. You might have to skip forward just a couple of seconds, but yeah, and then here he comes, wearing a mask, umbrella. It's not fucking raining. And he busts all the windows. There's a guy with a little Caesars. Guys trying to get him to stop. Pizza box, and I, I didn't see anything on fire, so maybe they were just. Uh, and he rallied. just walks off. Yeah, that's that's a bullshit deal. That's a made up deal. That's and then they chase him, and then this is where the picture. So they chase him into the alley, actually. And then that's where they get he's the a picture. White, he's a white guy. Yeah, yeah. And that's but a, they're saying that's that's the police officer from St. Paul. If you look at the picture side by side. It, camera gets real close to him here in just a second. And they take that picture compared to the the St. Paul police officer, and his eyes do look similar. And then he just walks off. See, that that's that's the that's the kind of shit. Y'all need to look at that video. I don't know what you looked that video up at. I just looked up uh, AutoZone Minneapolis. AutoZone Minneapolis, and that video's going to come YouTube. up. That is not a guy that's upset over someone getting killed. No, he's just breaking shit. He's just stirring shit up. Now, now I'm not trying to say that that's the St. Paul police officer because you really can't... If you look at the two pictures side by side, the eyes do look similar, but you can't see his hair. You can't see his no other distinction. St. Paul character. released that that was not the guy that. Yeah, but in. is St. Paul going to really say like, yeah, that's. I don't think that. I think they would, especially in this time. I don't know, but if they say it's not him, I got to go with the police officers on that deal. 
on on the. I'll, I'll on, agree with that because every the pictures are se- are speculative. Right. But still, it's a guy that's he's out obviously of place. not. Yes, he's out of place. He's a white guy, and I'm not saying white guys don't do shit because white guys do a lot of shit. I'm just saying that guy don't look like the people that are mourning and that upset. are living in that neighborhood yes. that are mourning George yes. Floyd. That and that that's the problem that I have with it. First of all, I was a young 18-year-old dickhead one time in my life. Now I'm a 52-year-old dickhead. But when I was an 18-year-old dickhead, if I could get by with going around, and, and a lot of 18-year-old kids are do it. Fuck, let's go downtown. They're going to burn up shit and have right. fun and blah 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 blah. You were stupid, you done dumb shit. And that's where a lot of these suburban kids are going up there to do it. They're like, hey, let's go downtown tonight. We can take our iPhone and take fireworks. We can shoot fireworks at people and do this and do that. And but the argument is is that that act right there started the, 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 riding, the riding and the looting. looting. Was him busting the glass, and they went into AutoZone. Then they took on Target. That guy is not out. He 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 doesn't fit that. He's he, pro, he's a professional. That's right, uh, and that's what they're dealing with right now. All them fuckers from Portland that do that this all time. I'll bet right now Portland they ain't. Well, they may be doing shit in Portland tonight too. Now I saw where Chicago tonight is supposed to have a big rally and a couple other towns. And rallies are fine as long as they're peaceful. You're, it, you're protected under Min- the Constitution. Minneapolis is not peaceful now. No, but how much of it is that? How much how much of it was a spark like that? That incited everything else. It's an election year. That's exactly right. I saw. Exactly right. I saw yesterday. I saw a guy blaming this on Donald Trump, and I thought he hmm. didn't help matters with his tweet. But go, we can get to that later. Go on with your thoughts. And the guy was blamed it on Donald Trump, and the news reporter said, "Well, we didn't blame it on Obama when they did all the rioting in 2015 and 16." Right. President didn't cause this. He didn't sit on nobody's neck. And he's even come out and said it was. Gross. He he, he was he, horrible. He's sending in the federal prosecutors to do something about it. He wanted he wants an expedited trial on these guys. If there's anybody in politics that's responsible for any of this, it's Amy Klobuchar. She was the prosecutor for Hennepin County. These a couple of these police officers have had multiple charges or, or complaints filed against them, and she failed to do anything to him. One guy, the guy who's the main the main guy, we'll call him Officer X. He had 19 complaints on him for uh, uh, over-abuse. Really? Yes. The, the guy with the... The guy that sat on him, the, the main guy. See, and he looks like a small guy. He looks like a small guy. And, and so I do jujitsu, not as frequently as Zach does, but um, our class instructor has gone out and said, like, if you're in law enforcement, you need to... You owe yourself your family, but also the people that you're in contact with, you owe them the the dignity of being skilled in hand-to-hand combat, close-quarter combat. May save your life. These guys, th- so this guy, he's a smaller guy. George looked like a big fella. The, the black guy? Yeah. He's a big man. He looked like a real big man. Now, I don't know if they had beef going on prior to this you had said that they, they work at the at, same bar they worked at a bar run security they had for around the same they, time yeah they they know each other from what from i'm getting what all my read. information Q-Anon. off of everyone no i don't i don't I'm, I'm giving you shit that's mom and logan but police officers if you sit on a guy's neck too long that's what's going to happen i think if you're a first responder of any kind, paramedic, whatever, because you're going to deal with crackheads and all sorts of shit, you need to be skilled on the ground, wrestling, jujitsu, and there's plenty of places all over. 
that can do these types of things. So our class instructor has said, if you're a first responder, come to class, it's on him. Why? Why? But I don't think that that guy had enough confidence in himself, and he's got four guys. Why are you fucking sitting on the guy's neck? He's that, in the cuffs. They should put him in the car as soon as he's in. That's what everybody's. I'm not a policeman, but that's what everybody says. The thing that get me is when you when you get your knee on this guy. How, he's not fighting. Why would you continue to sit there for nine minutes? Yeah, I mean, is you just comfortable to sit on somebody's head? And, and you got four. There's four officers yeah, right there. This it's is gross. a fucked it's, up it's deal. It's gross to watch. And now the big conspiracy theory is that it was a hit. This is a hit. Yeah, and I don't buy that. Why would what what did George Floyd do that he needed to get rubbed out for? They weren't. I don't think they're talking about George Floyd. They're talking about to make a racial to make this happen. Yeah, and I just I can't imagine. And first of all, why would anybody accept money? Okay, we're going to give you a million dollars to do this. Your life's over. You're going to prison. that police officer is fucked for the rest of his life. He did, he murdered someone. He deserves the same deal. I saw where somebody's coming out. Well, they need to they give him the death penalty. I don't think it's going to be death penalty because you can't say said it. That. Yeah, it's not premeditated. Suppose now, if it was a hit, it's premeditated. Right. But if it was just a death, a negligent homicide or murder, regardless, the guy's going to go to prison. Whether it's all for four of them will five years or twenty five years, whatever it is, and I he's not going to have a good time in prison either. No, it's it's his life's over, and I feel sorry for his family. But but but. What I was getting at is this guy, he looks like a smaller guy, and he's going up against this bigger opponent. Now you got four guys, and you've got all the weapon power. I just think if more people were trained, especially officers that have to deal with these guys, because, I mean, not all situations warrant a gun. Not all situ- some Sometimes it's just get, getting them in a proper hold to where you can just wait on backup. Yeah, that guy was a helpless victim, though. There was no reason to even be doing that. But it's just, it, it it really is it's it's gross to see, um, but the rioting and the looting, two wrongs don't make a right, and why you know now a, a low income housing project was burned down. I don't I just don't I don't understand. I had an argument with a guy I went to high school with yesterday, and it was the same shit. And he, he he's a black guy, and he he tells me first of all he 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 kind of got personal with me. So, you know me, I get personal back. And he told me that, because I, I invited him to be on the podcast with us. I said, you, you come on the podcast and you tell me your side of the story. I said, I've already told you a million times, the cop's wrong, the cop killed the guy, they're wrong. I'm not, I'm not taking up for the police officer. So while we're arguing, I have no clue because I don't know what you want me to say that's going to make it any clearer that the policeman was wrong. That is Donald Trump's fault. And, well, and then it's because it's you, I don't understand the plot of the black man is what he told me. I don't understand it. I have white privilege. I don't know where the fuck I have any white privilege at. I had looked. I looked up my bank account yesterday, and I looked for the white privilege section of it, and there ain't none in there. Well, okay. So the the black congressman from Minnesota has been pulled over at the Capitol building seven times. Keith Ellison is that who you're talking about? No, he's a Republican. Uh, I'm not sure of his name. But he has come out and said that I have been pulled over at the Capitol seven times because I look out of place. You don't have that wherever you go. Uh, I look as out of place as he does. If my fat ass walked up there with my shorts on and my Columbia shirt and my white goatee, I would look out of place. Now, they may not pull me over, but I'd look out of place. Well, he's been pulled over seven times. Okay. Did he get a ticket for anything? Well, no, but that's that's what that's what... That's what this gentleman is referring to. 
no, no. Is he, that he's saying, if, if he goes somewhere, he's going to be looked at like he's doing something wrong. Do you understand? To a degree. Okay, but why why are they pulling over the senator? He's even got the the the, the, the pen, the I Congress pen, and they say, yeah, the pen looks familiar, but you don't. I don't know. I know when I see a black guy skiing, I always think it's a celebrity or somebody famous. <laughs> I mean, just don't. If I go to South Oak Cliff to a black barbershop, I'm the only white guy in there. I'd like to go in there and listen to everybody talk because I enjoy it. And I like the camaraderie Tim and the visiting. Tim Scott is his name. And um, and I would be out of place. I, I'm not that, that. There's no doubt shit goes on. I, I. But that's what he's saying. White privilege. Okay. Is that you can go around the Capitol building and you're not going to have to worry about being pulled over. The uh, the 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 reporter for uh, Fox News. He was on the five yesterday. He says I've had these experiences with the police. He I, said, and I, and I always comply with whatever they say. I firsthand dealt with this one time with a black guy I was friends with. We were at a store, and we walked into a store. And they followed us around like we were thugs. Really? Everywhere. And when I say thugs, I'm not referring to black people. I'm talking about a thug can be white, black, brown, blue, green. Anybody that's a fucking piece of shit is a thug to me. When you wear your pants down around your fucking knees and your boxers showing, you look like a thug. I don't care what color you are. Right. Anyways, they followed us everywhere. I mean, every fucking where we went. Matter of fact, it was two black guys in me. Every freaking where. I mean, here, there, showed the best customer service I ever had in my life. <laughs> Because they were right there? Yeah, everywhere we went. And it, I was uncomfortable, not because they were following me, because I didn't give a fuck. And none, none of us were doing anything wrong anyways. But I was embarrassed for my friends. Yeah. It really embarrassed me. And and and, and, and I grew up poor. So I, was, I, I grew up around poor people. And poor people are also discriminated on. It's not just the black people. Poor people can be discriminated too. But I felt bad for them. Because I was embarrassed because I knew what they were going through. Right. They were they were guilty of something they didn't even do before they walked in the door. And and, and that kind of so I've I've seen it happen. So that part white privilege is very but when when, when you refer but, to white privilege, I've never had anything given to me because I'm white. And I don't necessarily think that and he might have been implying that, but I think what overall he's trying to say is that you can go to an affluent neighborhood. And not be looked at. Okay, so here it is. Yeah, Tim Scott. In the course of one year as an elected official, Senator Tim Scott was pulled over seven times by law enforcement. Just to see what he was doing. Another time, a Capitol Police... Okay, so he's from South Carolina. Uh, A Capitol Police officer demanded that Scott show him his ID because the special pin on Scott's suit jacket, a pin assigned to senators, was not enough. See, so seven times he goes to D.C. or whatever to do his job, and he got pulled over by Capitol Police. So this happened in Washington, D.C.? It just says the Capitol, so I'm assuming this was written in D.C., Washington, and the course of one year was pulled over by Capitol Police. So well, I'm assuming that it did happen in, uh, in uh, D.C. I think that more more than anything... I think that is what this gentleman is referring to as as your white privilege. Not that you, you know, not that you have more money or anything like that, but not that you can't make anything out of yourself. Yeah. Okay. Not that I don't think he's saying that 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 you have more opportunities than he does. I think he's just saying that wherever they go, they're going to be looked at as a suspect. People looked at different. But I, I get tired of the that narrative, though, with, with you know, 
you know, me and Tony didn't have nothing when we started. Mm-hmm. We went and borrowed some money. We got lucky and got a loan. You know, they don't have minority loans for poor white guys. <clears throat> you know, they don't have grants and programs for minority, I mean, for white boy-owned businesses. And so there's a there's a flip side to that, too. But anyways, and, and, and that was it. And then he, then he told me, then this was what really pissed me off. He said, I, I'm going to read word for word. I'm not going to say his name because he told me I was just, he, he didn't want us to be doing podcasts because we were just helping him. Uh, we, we, his forum was just going to help our forum. How? <laughs> I go, you have three people that like your shit on Facebook, <laughs> and you're telling me that you have a forum. I said, we can live without that. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a strange time right now. And, um, you know, it's a, it, it really is. It, you wonder how much of this is brought on by it being an election year. Um, similar to the 2015-2016. And, you know, we discussed earlier that some of that happened even earlier than that. It's crazy how time flies because I remember watching Ferguson. It seems like yesterday. Yeah, but let's see. Can you find it? Or no? yeah. Oh, this is like in a message. Oh, we, it went on a, and on and on and on. This isn't in the comment section, huh? No, 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 no. This is a... He private messaged you. Yeah, because I told him I thought Kaepernick was a racist ass clown. What are you talking about? Oh, we, well, we, got into that... all, we got all kinds. I get sick. Of, he calls me Hitler. Boy, that fucking makes me mad in hell. There's nothing worse than being called a Nazi. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, Especially when you look at what they did. And, and I mean, it, it, it's kind of a, I can't, I can't debate you anymore, so let's just call you a Nazi. Or Hitler. I'm trying to look for the part where he tells it's me. It's kind of like the it's kind of like a last ditch effort in a in an argument that you're losing. But here's the deal too, like you're not going to change this guy's mind. No, 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 no. You're you're exactly right. And he's not going to change your mind. So why are you both getting worked up over this? I don't you know I don't I don't know, but it just he gets under my fucking skin because okay, it's the same block, shit. Then delete him, block him. I've de- I've deleted him and he still comes back. <laughs> well, you're having to accept him to get back. I just I would delete that guy and I would not I would not look back because you're not changing his mind he's not changing yours so all you're doing is getting both of your blood pressure up to an unhealthy level for this is this was it businesses can be rebuilt insurance or corporate money a grieving family can't get that laugh back true so he thinks it's okay for the, his answer to me is is you can go burn businesses down it's no big deal well someone's got to pay for that shit true you're tearing down businesses in your own block true you know and i and i told him i said i think what they do with looters is shoot them if i owned a business and someone come in and tried to burn and loot me i'd kill them i'd shoot them wouldn't you and you have that right to and i said would you not do that if they burned down your apartment complex you lived in you want your shit to go up just because you have insurance doesn't mean everything's replaceable right. and you shouldn't have to do that but that that that's the mindset though is that we owe to let them take out six blocks and burn and do whatever they want just let them do it somebody will pay for it yeah we will. I'm sick of paying for shit like that. That's not the answer. If you want a peaceful protest, I'm good with that. But you also just read what he said. I don't know what he said leading up to that. I mean, oh, I just were, I'm were giving you, you the were, cliff notes. Were you comparing, you know, the looters to what had happened? Because it is true. Like they can rebuild the businesses. I told him that if you loot, they ought to shoot them. I do. I believe that. If you're going to tear down and burn somebody's shit, rob or steal. If if someone breaks in your house, you can shoot them for doing that. Right. You got to be able to do the same thing for your fucking business. I'm sure that you can. You should, and that's what I said. 
And he said, oh, he said, so that, he said, that's the, because I told him, I said, how can you think looting is okay? Tell me what makes you think looting is okay. And he said, it's because y'all have a, a level playing field. We don't. This is our only way to. So you're so telling stealing me. stealing a flat screen TV levels of That's what field? I said. I said, so stealing a, t and I used that exactly what I said. I said, so stealing a 70 inch TV makes it okay someone died. I go, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. I go, they had to shoot them. He goes, well, do you shoot your grandchild, one of them, if they take something from the other grandchildren? I go, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's the fucking, that's the level you want to go to? It pissed me off. But I'm that's why he's calling you a Nazi is because obviously he can't. Uh, debate you any other way no, like, I told that's him. a dumb fucking I said argument. won't you come on the podcast and we'll talk because we'll be fair I said you'd speak your mind mm -hmm. I said you'd be surprised how much shit we probably agree with you on most of it exactly. I think George Floyd died in vain I yes the cop should go to jail I think that the cop should probably spend the rest of his life he should have a terrible experience in jail and you know what I told him that but you know what that don't matter because we're white and that's what wears me out we're never going to get over racism if things about color and then last night when I watched it it ain't very many it's more white people than black people tearing shit up yeah I mean, anybody, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're robbing or looting, they ought to shoot your ass. And I believe that. I don't think you should give them, well, let's let them take this Target <laughs> up and this store and this store and this store, you know? And that was another thing. Well, Target has lots of insurance. It doesn't matter. They got to pay that bill. still out of business. You think that insurance company's happy? There's some fat cat CEO of an insurance company thinking, motherfucker, this is fucking hell season ain't bad <laughs> enough. Now they're going to let fucking riots and loot. Yeah, and he was probably so excited to get that Target account. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. We and now all these people are out of work until this Target gets rebuilt. And, I mean, it's just, it, it's a lot of. Uh, I wouldn't build it back. It's a lot of displacement. But. Um, In the shitty neighborhoods, they wonder why it's hard to get businesses to come there. It's because of shit just like this. You know? I, I don't know much. I've been to Minneapolis a dozen times in my life. I don't know the good neighborhoods from the bad neighborhoods. I don't know if St. Paul's good. I don't know if Minneapolis. I don't know where what's the good area and what's the bad area. But if you like Ferguson, seemed to be a pretty much a shithole. I don't know much about it either, but it seemed to be a low income side of town. And they burn up the shit, the businesses they have in the low incomes. And then they wonder why nobody wants to come back in business there. Yeah. Well, fuck, every 10 years or three years or every election cycle, someone's going to get shot or something and we're going to fucking burn the place down. I don't want to do that. I would, I would really like to. So, I would really like to know who is. Is it Antifa? Is it George Soros that's sending these people in just to kind of, you know, give these people the nudge? Like at that AutoZone, like was that a, a a paid guy that George Soros sent in and like just nudge him a little bit and this motherfucker will burn he, like and, gas on a fire. And, and this this is another pet peeve of mine that really irks my ass is the mask. Now everybody can wear a mask because right. we got COVID. Right. But used to when they would do that shit, I think you're a fucking coward. Take your fucking mask off. And let the world see who you are. Yeah. You're so proud of your actions. That's why everybody at Antifa that'll rip them fucking mask off of them and let no people know who they were. That's what I told mom last night. I said that fucker blows right there, and they got a hundred dead bodies around there. They're gonna find out who these fuckers are that have been doing this hiding behind their mask forever. Because I don't think that you're gonna see very many kids from Minneapolis in there. I think most well, of that was professional. You heard, uh, what was it, on the scanner from a Motel 6 that, that yeah. five guys with AR-15s are and up a, here from Texas? A brown sedan from Texas. Five guys left a motel. First, they're staying at a Motel 6, which tells me they're not, they're doing, George ain't paying very well. He needs well. to pay a little bit better. And they were leaving, five of them were leaving a Motel 6. Now, my answer is, if I was the cops, first thing I'd do is go to Motel 6 and find out who the fuck rented that room. Yeah. And then I would try to find these five guys. Now, they have a right to carry guns. 
But is if you Minnesota, take an AR-15. Can you, take, can you carry? Is Minnesota still good with AR-15s? I, I don't have a clue. But if you're going to carry a fucking AR-15 in the middle of this shit, you're just you're, begging for problems. Whether you're whatever side you're on, yep. And now you're, you're asking for an issue. Yes. And now we got these patriot people on here because we've got some libertarian guys that listen to this. And they're going, God, that's my God-given right. First of all, God don't say nothing in there about about carrying guns. Never. It's your constitutional right. It's your right. constitutional right. And I really think that some common sense is used here. Yes, it is your right, but you're just begging for problems. It's kind of like Trump's tweet. I liked his tweet all the way up to start. They use loot. We start to shoot. Everything else he said, I agree 100% with him. Don't don't flame the fires. Yeah, I, I agree with what he said. He could have said it in a much, much different manner because this is a very delicate situation and what he says does matter i mean i like him because he's kind of he's kind of crazy and uh he you speaks know, his mind he speaks his mind and and you know right right wrong or indifferent he's gonna let you know but at the same time you're the president of the united states and a little bit of class or i wouldn't say class a little bit of tone down just a little bit tone it down a little bit not be so aggressive like if if he just said if you loot, we're gonna um we're gonna, prosecute yeah loot prosecute loot you get prosecuted or but, something like that but they're gonna flame it all oh he's just wanting to shoot black people now and it's not black people that's the problem that's the problem that people but that's what the media is gonna jump right. on right you know it's he's saying whoever loots we're gonna sh- we're gonna shoot we and, right. and I feel the same way but you can't say that as president as president you need to have a little bit more dignity about yourself and just know that this is a very delicate situation and tensions are high and and. Just uh, don't don't add to the problem. And I have I've got a friend of ours, a client of ours that lives in Minneapolis, and on his page yesterday, we, and we we conversed back and forth some. And on his page yesterday, he was giving people. He's like, listen, if you and I'm just going to name a name. I don't I don't have a clue. Oakdale, we'll say, if you live in the Oakdale neighborhood, they're 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 evacuating the target there because the looters are coming that way. And then if you live in the Scarborough neighborhood, and he had two or three different deals like this. And I thought, you know, they're moving this shit to the suburbs now just to tear shit up. Yeah. And I feel sorry for that that the, that that lady that's got a single mom with some kids or just a family that's just going to go do something and they get caught in the middle of this shit at a traffic light yeah, and these hooligans are jumping on shit and stuff. Don't be down there. No, 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 no. You got to stay home. But now we're taking and locking people up in the neighborhoods. I feel sorry for the innocent people. Whether you live in the ghetto, if you live in the upscale, wherever you live at, if this shit is close to you, it's just a matter of time before some jackass starts going in houses. Yeah, I saw him pick. Going, I saw a video last night. They were in, I think, a Chinatown section of Minneapolis. It was some Chinese stores, and they were just running down. They were parking like a a, a Tahoe or a Escalade or something in front of them, and they would go out and take hammers and bust out windows and grab shit out of the windows and go down the road. I haven't seen that one. It was on. You can look it up. It's happening last night. But what makes you think that's okay? That has nothing to do with that poor How man. How do that's Chinese dying? people always get into this shit? They were in the L.A. riots. All these poor, all these poor China men. I'll tell you why. <laughs> get stuck in the middle of these riots. I'll tell you why. Because they work, and they take chances, and they open up businesses. I mean, that's the that's why they they work. They tore up a weave shop. How we many white people <laughs> own a weave shop? It's a black owned business. Yeah, I'm assuming. I, I assume a weave shop is owned by a black person. <laughs> Do, do you think so? I would probably That probably agree. makes us racist to do that, but I, I'm, I'm, and that's what I'm doing. I'm just putting things in the if, – if, if, 
if I think that someone's going to be a, dr- a gangbanger on the side of the road, I'm thinking a black guy. If I think someone is selling cocaine in the country club area, I think of a white guy. If I think of a guy packing marijuana across the border, I think of a Mexican guy. Mm-hmm. Sue me for racial profiling. If I think I'm of a serial s- killer, I'm thinking of a, of a crazy white, white motherfucker. It's yeah. a racial profiling. Call it what you want. I'm just being using common sense. Yeah. You know? And if I'm looking for a motherfucker that's putting on nails, owns a donut shop, I'm Chinese. thinking a Chinese guy. Yep. You know, that's an electronics place. That's what I'm thinking. So when I say a weave place, I'm assuming it's a black person who's a weave shop. And they're tearing that shit up. Why would you tear up your own people's stuff? And who knows if it was, it could have been some of them white guys. Yeah. And the tobacco shops. They were burning tobacco shops last night. Uh, does, does marijuana, is legalized in Minnesota? <sighs> Probably not. I don't think it's so. It's a blue state. Yeah, but I think, uh, I don't think it is. I think I think it might be medicinal. Well, that's the same thing. You got dispensaries everywhere. I don't think so. Oklahoma's medicinals and a dispensary in every town. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I thought you meant like uh, like in California where you got the machine that just spits out a joint to you. Do what? Yeah. You can buy oh, like a Coke machine. You can buy a pot machine now. I think so. I didn't know that. But no, if it's medicinal, they got dispensaries everywhere, just like Oklahoma does. Fucking ever ever small town Oklahoma's got a fucking pot shop now. Um, Minnesota voters favor marijuana legalization. Recreal, recreational marijuana, no. The state still characterizes recreational marijuana possession as a misdemeanor or felony. Uh, yeah, medical marijuana was legalized in Minnesota in 2014. Okay, then that's what they, they burned up two tobacco shops last night. So there's a bunch of fucking high motherfuckers in the neighborhood running around now. From the smoke. Tobacco or marijuana? Well, it said tobacco, but I'm sure they hit the dispensaries, too. I mean, they burned up a lot of things. They burned up a fucking Arby's. <laughs> Why? You know? Arby's is garbage, though. They, 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 are, they uh, well, you just piss more people off. Have you ever had Arby's? No, but the other day, instead of eating Arby's, we ate at McDonald's. My last two experiences with McDonald's have not been very good since this corona started. And usually McDonald's is pretty consistent on their shit all the time. I'm not a big Arby's guy. I haven't secret had, sauce. Last time I had Arby's, it was pretty good. I had a big cheddar or something. It was pretty decent. I've but, had them a couple times. But the McDonald's lately, I've had two McDonald's lately, and they weren't very, I was very disappointed. And um, the quality was not like it used to be. They may be having a beef problem, too. I'm wondering about these hamburger joints because right. beef is getting to be a major issue. We're going to a party tonight where they were going to have hamburgers. And now we're having grilled chicken. Now we're having grilled chicken. Can't Ish. find ground beef anywhere. Can you get chicken? I guess I guess I got the chicken. You know, you said that the the other day. I saw ground beef in the stores. And it wasn't that bad. I don't know. Well, anyways, seven bucks a pound. Last time I saw it here. was it was six dollars yesterday when I looked at United and Abilene, five eighty nine. Um, th- I was paying. I paid five ninety nine for ribeyes the other day. I bought bulk ribeyes. Me and Tony had three of them done, and I paid five ninety nine a pound. Yeah. He paid six bucks. Same price for hamburger meat now. Um, anyways, back to. Uh, the looting and writing they're burning up these stores but i just don't i guess i'm getting old i just don't grasp where anybody thinks it's okay to go burn i understand the marching and looting you know if if one of you if one of you boys was killed by a bad cop i'm telling you You right now understand the marching and the protest yeah not the looting i'm sorry marching protest i'm telling you right now if one of you boys was killed in that same fucking situation I, I would be a mad motherfucker, and I'd be up on the front steps every day raising fucking hell. I'd be at everyone from Amy Klobuchar's office that didn't do nothing to him before when they did something 
to the governor of Minnesota, to the mayor, and that's it. their mayor seems like a real puss bag. <laughs> I would be, but I understand that. I understand the hurt. And the deal in Louisville, the knock warrant deal, I understand them people being pissed off. The people in Georgia, whether that guy was guilty of, of robbing from them construction sites or not, I understand them being pissed off. As a white person, I understand the people that are pissed off in Virginia wherever the two, the two elderly white people were at a cemetery and they were shot by the black guy for no reason. I understand the people that live in Chicago whose 13-year-old kid gets shot on a, on a corner by some gangbanger just driving by and shoots the wrong person. And I understand the person who's a gangbanger, their dad, and their son gets killed in a drive-by shooting or robbing somebody. I understand the, the hurt because your son died. I've never felt it. I don't ever want to feel that, but I understand the hurt that they have. But it doesn't make it right to go fucking burning and looting. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of these people, how many people actually knew this George Floyd guy? Not Like, they're just looking... They're looking for an excuse to tear shit up. To go into Target and yes. steal diapers and TVs. Let's say he goes to the Westside Baptist Church. I don't even know if they have one there, but let's just say he was a member of the church there, and he went to the church once a year or went every Sunday, whatever, but he was a member of that congregation, and he lived in a neighborhood over there because big cities, people seem to be neighborhood-type-driven deals, you know. Within an eight- or ten-block deal, that's where they live their whole life, basically. And let's say that he was that community. I understand that whole community in outrage, and I understand other people come in to show some respect. and I get that. But I don't understand why little Billy Wayne from the upper crust white neighborhood is going over there and burning up shit and breaking windows when he wouldn't <laughs> even have spoken to George if he'd seen him on the side of the road. Right. That's that's what gets me. I just don't get where in society we get so outraged that we think it's okay to go act like an asshole in another community. And I feel sorry for them communities. Two wrongs don't make a right. Now we got so many wrongs on this deal. And it's getting and I and I think it's gonna be worse tonight. Oh, this weekend's gonna be terrible. Yes. I told you we were watching the news this morning and uh, I told my wife, I said, it's gonna be a bad, bad weekend in every, Minneapolis. Every and it's not just gonna be Minneapolis. And it's gonna be Chicago and everywhere. They said Dallas, Phoenix. If these two fuckers get off in Georgia <clears throat> in the relatively near future, that, that it's trial be a bad deal. That trial won't be till spring. Next spring? I would say probably oh, this that will all long. be died down. Well, no, 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 but that's going to be another deal because I've been telling you before, I think they're going to get off. I think they killed that guy. I think what they did was wrong, but I think a good attorney is going to get them off over a stand-your-ground type of law. I do, and I think then Atlanta is going to go all fucking batshit crazy again. We got to get... What is going on with your phone over that's there? That's a text. We have got to get... Silence it. We have got to get in the world where we don't... Uh, well, we need to get into a world where we can where we call out bullshit from our own side. And I think you and I do a fairly good job of that. I that that's one thing that I I want to try to do better at is if I smell bullshit on my own side is to call it out. And these and and people that live in these communities that are getting burned down need to call out the bullshit and be like this is not fucking solving anything. You burning down the target that I go get my baby's diaper at, diapers at, is not doing fuck all for George Floyd's memory. No, not at all. And until we can get to a point where we can call out the bullshit 
from within our own mindset and within our own camp, we're going to continue to be divided like this. We're just divided in mindset, if that makes sense. We're just, everybody's looking for something to be mad about. Oh, yeah, we're in an outrage culture. Yeah, I mean, just everybody's always looking for something to be pissed off. Whether it's a fucking crazy bitch at the grocery store to an old person or somebody. They're just all the time. Nobody. But I think uh, I think a little bit of that goes to we really don't have a whole lot of problems we, we, in our everyday life. So we have to go looking for trouble. Maybe that's, we live a, such a sheltered life, I guess, because I'm basically a pretty happy person. But I think I, a lot of people, like, really, they... I mean, I understand that there's there are some poor people that are constantly beaten down by the system and trying to get ahead and trying to do right. But there's also a lot of people that live a fairly comfortable life and they just want to be pissed off about something. Life goes fairly easy for them. I know some people legit got some shitty bad luck. They just shit that happens all the time to them. Legitimately have bad things, health, accidents, whatever just shit happens to them. And I feel sorry for those people. But the majority of people I know have a pretty decent life. I have a very blessed life. I'm very lucky. I enjoy stirring shit up on Facebook. Obviously. I mean, I do. I love to get fucking people worked up and going, and that's probably one of my hobbies. But I don't hate anybody. That's not a very good hobby. You need to find a different hobby. You're probably right. Because you get pissed off in turn. Like, you got that guy. I guarantee you, you poke that guy. He got pissed off. No, no, no. I don't poke him. I don't even met. I don't, I'm, I've sure at first, I'm sure at first you poked him. I haven't, I haven't even been friends with him for a long time, but he messages me sometimes, and it's always shit like that. Then block it, him. Fuck him. I've got too much pride to block somebody. But it's always racial shit. It's always black, white crap. Okay, and I but get you're not going to change his mind. He's not going to change no, yours. And, it's and, an unhealthy relationship, you're right. so get out you're of right. it. You're right. You're going to fucking stroke out one day, because no. I guarantee you your blood pressure goes up. I don't think it does. To an unhealthy level. I don't think it does. I bet you do. I bet you get the fucking shakes and then no, I don't. and then what does it do? It I takes don't. you it takes you out of the moment with your grandkids cuz I see you over there. We come over and you're sitting there fucking texting and the grandkids are trying to talk to you and you're you're my you're, grandkids get a lot of attention. You're doing this and then you delete it because you don't like what you've got I don't ever out. hardly delete anything. And then you rewrite it and then you work with it and then mom sits over there and she's like, "Judge, they're, they're talking to you." And he's like, "Oh, uh, I'm arguing with a guy on Facebook about X, Y, or Z. You say it all the time. It takes you out of the moment, Jeff. I have lots of moments with my grandkids. Well, it takes you out of everyday life. You need to spend more time in reality and less time talking to some guy that you don't even... You, have you even met this guy in person? I went to school with him. Graduated with well, him. Well, you hadn't seen him in 40 years, so... I haven't seen him in about 30 years, probably. I'd, 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 I'd just let that ship sail. <laughs> that ain't happening. It's not a healthy habit. It's not, not a healthy hobby. Not healthy at all. I like arguing with people. I like arguing with Trevor Shanahan. He is fun to argue with. He's impossible to argue with, but well, it's, he's like me. He's never wrong. <laughs> Have you noticed that? He's never wrong. No. Just like I'm never wrong. So the other day he was trying to compare Mar- Maryland is not a southern state. They may be below the fucking Mason Dixon line, but they're not a southern state. Uh, it's one of those weird border states. It ain't a border state. It's not yes, a it it's is. not in the south. No, it's it's in that weird purple area. Yeah, it's called n- not in the south. Uh, what what what's the south? Trevor in? argues about every fucking thing. Okay, with but us. what's the south to you? What 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 is, is the it south? The Mason Dixon line. Um, the south to me is Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana. But how high does it go? North Carolina. Louis- you, are you gonna let me finish, Michelle? Well, get to, the, gonna- get to the get to the get to the meat of your to argument. You. Texas, Oklahoma, 
Arkansas, mm-hmm. Louisiana, Mississippi. Okay, those are obvious because it's on the that's it's on the, the south. Gulf. That's the south. Tennessee's borderline uh, south. Kentucky, not not in the south. Huh. Mid Atlantic is what I would. That, I'll go it with as. that, but that's not in the south. So, anyways, he was he was from a historical standpoint. Maryland is. A southern state. And the, but it's not a southern state. That's why they put the capital there. Because when this when, was all founded, they put it there because it kind of... They put what capital? D.C.'s close to there. That's not in Maryland. Yeah, but it's right around the area. Well, so is Philadelphia, but it's not in the south either. But Maryland is lower than Philadelphia. That's what I'm saying. It's not in the south. It's on the border. It can go either way. That's what I consider the south. You asked me what I consider the south. I consider that maybe part of Dixie or whatever they want to call it or the Mid-Atlantic or whatever. But I consider the South, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, the southern part of Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. We are the South. What about New Mexico? Fuck no. That's West all of a sudden? Yeah, it's in the West. Hmm. So is Arizona and so is California. You got some weird borders going That's on. That's my borders for the South. Virginia. Not in the South. Hmm. I might put North Carolina in there. I might go straight across Tennessee, North Carolina, down to Florida. If they don't have palm trees in the state, they're not in the South. Give me a break. So South Carolina would probably be in it because of Charleston. So I'll give Charles I'll put South Carolina in the South too. North Carolina's not in the South. Hmm. That's my th- South. Anyways, Trevor, uh, he was making fun of George Strait just like you did. <laughs> and that automatically made him not in the South. Well, and, I'm from the fucking South, and I don't like George Strait. Well, you're a fucking idiot. And, and um, anyways, he Trevor argues about everything all the time. I enjoyed the debate with Trevor. You know? Trevor's like me, though. He'll argue a point he really don't care about. He just wants to argue <laughs> He with just somebody. wants to get it. Yeah, he don't give a up. fuck. You know, one day he's on this deal, the next day it's something else. He just likes to stir the shit up all the time. And he does a good job of it. And he's a real smart guy. He is. He's 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 like me. A lot of facts that don't really mean shit he knows about. So, I don't think that Maryland is in the South. And also, you go by women. And every state has beautiful women. There's no doubt about it. But the majority of the women are pretty in Texas and in the South, and they are up North. You can go anywhere in the South and see a lot of good-looking ladies. You go up North and you see some good-looking ladies, but you, you see some that ain't so look, good-looking. Well, would, would you agree on that? Yeah, the further North you go, the worse it gets. It's right. And so, in the South, we are blessed with pretty women. Even, even when you look at countries, you go to Mexico, there are beautiful women all over Mexico. There's blondes, there's brown hair. I mean, they got all kinds of different colors and skin shades. Beautiful women all over Mexico. Now, you get further towards the equator. I don't know about that because I ain't been down there. But anyways, so Trevor and me argue about that shit. So anyways, I like to argue with this guy, but it's gotten to the point that I get sick and tired of being called a Nazi. To me, being called a Nazi is is equivalent to calling someone the N-word or worse. I mean... And that and that's what gets me about the media. The media always pushes that Nazi narrative all the time. Well, that's a very horrible thing to be called. Yeah. And they use it all the time. They call Trump a Nazi all the time. I don't, why do black people not like Trump? They're just they just why? Democrats. Why? But they're democratic. What has he done that's racist? And you've I I mean, we've gone over this. I, I can't think of anything that he's done as racist, but his tone is is He's in America. He's for America. 
But they're, I mean, that's just, that's, they vote Democrat. They've always voted and Democrat. And that hasn't done them any good. I'm not saying that it has, but I'm just telling you that they vote Democrat. The Democrat narrative on Trump is that he's a racist, so they buy into it. They buy into what their team is telling them. This goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, we have to call bullshit from our own team. Their team that they identify with is the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party screams at the top of their lungs that Trump is a racist, so that's what they go with. We had a black president for eight years. Uh-huh. Or a half black. They can claim him. I don't care. Um, His mom's white, just like my mom is. But he did very little for the minorities in the United States of America. Very little. I think he. I think he was a horrible president, and I think a lot of people do too. I think he would. Him and Jimmy Carter, the two worst presidents we've probably ever had. When it, but when it comes to doing stuff for America, Barack Obama was not a very good president. I think Barack Obama is probably a pretty decent guy, though. I really do. But he's a politician, and most politicians, and he wasn't a professional politician either. Like he was, but he hadn't been in it a long time. It's not like he hadn't been doing it a lot. Yes, so he hadn't been bought and sold like everybody else has. Like Lindsey Graham, he's a fucking professional politician. Nancy Pelosi, they're they're all cut from the same cloth. There ain't much difference in them. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump don't fit that narrative because he's not that. He, he's he's not a politician at all. So he speaks his mind, and I think he's I think he's an honest guy because he's got too much pride that he would speak and tell the truth about anything. Because he's, you know, well, he, he what he believes in, he believes in, and the Democratic. I think he inflates his his. I think he he strokes his own ego a little bit. And so I think you can. Everything is grand. Everything I had more people at my inauguration. He, everything. Sometimes he needs to. He's a one upper. But yeah, he is. He's a cool whipper, a topper. <laughs> but he. You could get him to tell you the truth because he's, he's going to tell you what he feels. Bluntly. Very bluntly. And the Democrats, they they haven't, Barack Obama didn't do anything for the black community at all. Trump's done more to help black people than any president we've ever had. Financially, uh, yeah. Well, what else do you need? You create people jobs that can create their own well, happiness. I mean. I mean, you think about it. If you give a guy an opportunity to work. He can do anything he wants. He can save his money. He can buy him a house. He can get a raise. He can get promoted at work. He can do anything. That's a springboard for life. That's where we're all given the opportunity. That's white privilege is an opportunity to have a job. So you do admit to white privilege. No, I said that would be the basis of white privilege. Though. What about uh, so? What about the, the? Let's go to the NFL for a little bit. Let's look at white privilege with head coaches. And GMs. I think if you own a football team and you pay that kind of money, you can hire whoever the fuck you want to be your coach. Anybody you want to. And it can work out or it not. Jerry Jones, we'll use him as an example. Jerry Jones fired Tom Landry, a very respected and well-known coach. Best thing ever happened to the Dallas Cowboys was firing Tom Landry. All the Cowboy guys are going to be fucking pissed, but it's true. Tom Landry, the game had passed him by. He, yeah. went hired Jimmy, oh, yeah. he went and hired Jimmy Johnson, a college coach. Everybody was like, <laughs> the NFL guys were laughing. They were thinking, that's the motherfucker. He's going to, mm-hmm. you know, he's been all this money for this team, and he's going to hire Jimmy Johnson, his old college buddy. Jimmy Johnson, one of the best drafting coaches we've ever had. Mm-hmm. I don't know how great a coach he is. When he was at Miami, he didn't win a Super Bowl. But he, but he knew talent, and he had the talent at Dallas. He assembled a hell of a team, probably one of the greatest teams of all time. Trevor and some of these guys are going to argue about this shit, but. Best team arguably, in the 90s for sure. Arguably one of the best three years ever by a football team. They were a great a great football team. They were the 90s in football. Yes, early 90s. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but they were one of the greatest. That was one of the greatest runs ever by a football team. Lots of talent. But then Jerry Jones fired Jimmy Johnson 
or Jimmy Johnson quit. I don't know what the fuck happened. And he brought in Barry Switzer at Oklahoma who ran a wishbone offense. Uh What did Barry Switzer do? He won a Super Bowl. With Jimmy Johnson's team. Exactly. But he won a Super Bowl. That Jimmy Johnson would have won if he'd have been, but, if he'd have been but there. But when they hired Barry Switzer, everybody's like, <laughs> look at him, dumbass. Well, he won their Super Bowl. With Jimmy Johnson's team. When I, it became Barry Switzer's team, Barry Switzer didn't win. I, I understand. What I'm saying, though, is that he he wanted to hire who he wanted. Then he ran okay. him off. and now they, Then he hired Bill Parcells three laters. And they're like, oh, shit, they got him a real coach. Well, they didn't win the Super Bowl. But he hired a coach he wanted. Now he's brought in the guy from Green Bay that everybody in Dallas hated. Now they all love him because he's their coach. But he has the right to hire whoever the fuck he wants to hire. He could have promoted himself to hire. So he shouldn't have to hire a black coach, a white coach, a Mexican coach. I'm not coach. saying that he should have to hire a minority. But I'm saying do you agree that being a white coach, you've got, a better, you got better odds of becoming a head coach than you would if you were a black coach? It depends which, which stat you want to use. Do you want to use the stat of the overall percentage of population or do you want to go by the stat of guys going, playing in the NFL? I'm going by the stat. Of, there are a ton of white coaches, and do you think that that is a leg up? There's seventeen percent of the population is black, so should seventeen percent of the head coaches in the NFL be no, black? I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm asking. I'm, what we're I'm going just by. giving you a blanket statement of: Do you think? So, you got guys like Jim Schwartz that have been tossed around as head coaches. He's horrible. Terrible. I'm not saying, I, I, but I say, but 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 there's but 32 he, owners. They have the right to hire who they want. But he continuously, for a while, he was continuously getting tossed around as a head coach. He's terrible. You're telling me that there's not one black guy that's an assistant somewhere that's a better head coach than Jim Schwartz that didn't get the job that Jim Schwartz did? You don't think there's any white guys that are really good assistants that are better? Absolutely, coaches? I okay, do. Okay, so then what's the argument? They're people. But I'm saying. You've got this small class of guys like Jim Schwartz or Mike Nolan or there's tons of shitty head coaches out there. But they were constantly given an opportunity where maybe a black guy wasn't. Well, I don't That's what I'm that's what I'm saying about white privilege. Do do you think that it is beneficial to be a white candidate when looking for an NFL head coaching position? No. No. Okay. You and, don't. Uh, let me explain to you again now. It depends which stats you want to go on. If we want to go by any I'm going to go by stats real quick. If 17% of the population is black and you hire, and the NFL's got more than 17% of their coaches are black, so you go by that. But if you went by ex players that are black, well, 80% of the league is black guys, I guess. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's, it's very skewed on the um, black side because they're better athletes. Now, the, the, the quarterback trend is going to mostly black guys because they're better athletes. You're getting guys that can run and throw the ball instead of ones that can just throw the ball and read a defense. Well, and I think that's just uh, – That's the game today. That's the game today. Yeah, exactly. So it's changing. But I 68% of the players in the NFL are black. 28% white. Okay. Well, 4% Asian Pacific. Okay. Uh, that shocks the shit out of me. <laughs> a lot of kickers. Is there any Mexican guys playing? Uh, they – I mean, there's got to be Hold some. Hold on. It says, with the remaining 4%. Okay, so no, 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 I'm sorry. With the remaining 4% comprising of Asian Pacific, non-white Hispanic, and those of mixed race. What is a non-white Hispanic? You're either Hispanic or you're not. white I don't know. Is that just Mexican? Could be. Okay. Soccer player that turned uh, field goal kicker. Okay, the NFL has got 68% of the teams are black, or 68% of players are black. 
head coaches right now, I don't know what the percentage is of black. You got Anthony Lynn at San Diego. You got Mike Tomlin. Uh, you got the guy that the guy I really like, Brian Flores at Miami's black. Yep. Uh, I'm well, sure. And then uh, Ron Riviera, he's he's not white. He's a non. He's he's, a, he's a non-white Hispanic. <laughs> okay, and um, that's it, isn't it? I, I four. Don't, I can't think of. I don't know who. Four. I, I'm trying to think of anybody that's okay. Four of them out of 32 teams. So that's 12 percent. So twelve percent of the le- of, of head coaches are not white right now. Okay. Um, I, and I think you'll see a, an increase in the number of minority coaches just because if you look at the assistant coaches, most of them are black guys. If you look on the bench, most of them are back. Eric Bieniemy is a great head coaching candidate. That's a but that's what I'm saying. Like you, you get these guys. Well, it's hard. They, it's hard to break into that fraternity to be a head coach. Look at Andy Reid. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. Pete Carroll was at USC. He went to Seattle. He's been there a while. The young coaches have been these white young white guys like uh, Shanahan, Kingsbury. Uh, who's the other young guy? Who's the guy? At Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Um, I think Bianami is the next one of those guys to come around. He got offered the job head coach at the University of Colorado, and he turned it down because he knows he's going to be the NFL. I think he's going to end up replacing Andy Reid when he retires, and I think he likes Kansas City. I don't have anything against anybody on skin color. I think, but as an owner, you ought to hire whoever you like and whoever you're comfortable with. I mean, that you, 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 they shouldn't be able to tell you who you have to hire. Do you think that the Rooney rule should exist? Where no. They have, you, I think you it's really racist. Don't. I think it's a racist rule. I think you should be able to. Yeah, but you got Mike Tomlin out of this deal. They Mike hired Tomlin's Mike Tomlin. They great, would have hired Mike coach. Tomlin anyways. You think so? Yeah, they liked him. That's what I'm saying. They hired the best guy. They're not going to hire someone just because they're color, just for the Rooney rule. They might interview you, but that doesn't mean they're going to hire you. We're right. They're just going to hire who they want. I think the NFL wanted to give extra draft picks if you hire a coach or GM is bullshit. They're wanting to do that? Yes. Really? Yes, they want to give you an extra bonus pick if you have a black GM or coach. I don't like head coach. that. That's bullshit. You shouldn't do that. As an owner, if, if trust me, you think I'm an asshole now? You imagine if I was worth fucking $3 billion or $10 billion. Sure. I'd be a real asshole. And if I bought that Albuquerque Aztecs, a new football team, and I went in there and done it, and the NFL come and said, no, listen. We want you to interview so so. Listen, I'm going to hire who the fuck I want to hire. I'm paid this money for my team. I'm going to go hire the coach that I want to hire. There are some shitty white coaches in the world that have gotten jobs that have not done very good. And there's been some shitty black coaches that have been in the NFL that haven't done very good. So you hire, but I think those guys, they all want to win. From from our perspective, if I was an owner, I would say I'm going to hire the best candidate. Th- that's what you want to do. You want to win. Just like a heart doctor, we we had some people that uh, had to had to go see a heart doctor that we know. Yeah. If you're a good heart doctor, that's who I'm going to. I don't give a shit what color you are. You don't care if you're a fucking asshole, black, white, green, lady, whatever. You want the best lesbian. Yeah, I mean, purple hair. Don't if matter. If you can fix my heart, that's right. I'm gonna come see you. The NFL is about winning, and every team, every guy that owns an NFL team already thinks he's a big dick because he owns an NFL team, but he wants to win. Be around the mother big dicks. He's going to hire who he wants to hire. You know, uh, when when Belichick retires and leaves New England, Kraft is going to hire the coach that he wants to hire, no matter what color they are. Whoever he hires is going to be who he thinks can win for him. I think the guy at Miami, if they give him enough time, I think he's a very good coach. He's a black guy, very good coach. Um, he's a Belichick guy, I think. Yes, he is. And um, if he doesn't win in the next couple of years, he'll get fired, but he'll probably get in their head job somewhere else. 
Mike Tomlin, mm. if they fired him at Pittsburgh, he'd get a job tomorrow. He would, but he's a I great mean, coach. And then, but you saw like Jim Caldwell, he Indianapolis. He got. And then, they should have kept him at fucking Detroit. And then he went to Detroit, and then he was out after one ten games. But that, I mean, they didn't make the playoffs. They got rid of him, and now what have they done? They hired Patricia, and Patricia ain't very good. They say Patricia's a dick. Well, he comes from Belichick. Yeah, but he's not got Belichick pedigree. No, but I'm saying he learned under that. Yeah, but you got to win to be a dick. You sh- you should, and that. But that's I. So no, I don't think I don't think the hit, the NFL is wrong by getting. I think they shouldn't have the Rooney Rule. I think they should hire whoever is best for the job. I don't think you can tell someone who they should hire. Just like the NBA, the NBA ought to hire all the co- whoever they want. If you own a team, you should hire. Same with the baseball. You know. The Texas Rangers, when I they were agree. really good. I, I agree with what you're saying, but I also think that you got an advantage if you're a white guy looking for these positions. I just think that you have an advantage. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. They hired them young coaches. They liked them. They've done a good job. Um, I think some of the – I think it's just a that, – that, that profession – once you break from the college and you get in the pro, once you get a job as a pro coach, it's easy to get jobs back and forth. And it's funny, they'll get fired from one spot and then they just go from team to team to team to team. Right. And that's what I liked about Jerry Jones. I don't like Jerry Jones. I mean, I'm not a Jerry Jones, a Cowboy fan, but Jerry Jones break that ranks when he brung in Jimmy Johnson. And he brung in a bunch of Why? college it coaches. Why? Because it was just supposed to be NFL guys looking after NFL guys? Well, I don't know if it was supposed to be, but he, he, he kind of flipped the boat on him and did something his own thing. And he should. And he won. You know, you, you shouldn't be afraid. Arizona hired Cliffs Kingsbury. I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. He didn't win at Tech. He done a pretty good job at Arizona. He's got some talent there, and he's got good coaches around him. But, you know, I don't know if he'll ever win a Super Bowl. He couldn't win in college, but he's done pretty good in the pro game. And that's what they wanted him to do. So, if, you, if you'd have told me before that if Arizona should hire a black Eric Bieniemy or Kiff Kingsbury, I'd have said hire Bieniemy in a heartbeat. Well, Kingsbury looks like he's worked out pretty good. But if you own the team, you should have the right to hire who you want. I agree. And 100%. In, in any, I don't like any kind of job having to be given someone by gender or color. Well, I think it uh, diminishes. You're not uh, if if you're doing that, then all of a sudden you're not getting the best candidate for the job. No, and that's what I think anybody should want. If if I had a black guy pro, uh, apply for a job here as a guide, and he was a good guy. And, or, or somebody that, that was a good guy, I'd hire him in a heartbeat. I don't give a shit what color you are. If you, no. guide, if you guide hunts and you're good at what you do and you're the best at what – if four people apply and you're the best, you're going to get the job. Right. Um, when Dad was a fireman still, they had a rule where they were going to hire ten people, but they had to hire three minorities or something. I don't remember the exact stats. But a buddy of mine tried out to be a fireman in Wichita Falls, and he was the eighth or ninth person on the list. But he didn't get a job because they had to hire a woman, two or three minorities. They had rule. They had an agenda set. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that's bullshit. That's reverse discrimination. You <laughs> reverse should hire, discrimination. Yeah, you should hire the best person for the job. And then when they would do the physical test, now this is going to piss some women off probably, but I, I strongly believe this. They do a physical test, and if you were a male fireman, you had to be able to carry 200 pounds of something. Mm-hmm. But if you were a woman, you only had to carry 125 pounds. I don't think that's right either. Fuck no, it's not right. You know, and I my argument was if my dad falls out and crashes in a fire, a woman should have to carry him. If she can't carry him, then and a man can, then the man ought to have the job. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes jo- some jobs aren't about brains; it's about brawn. You know, 
And, and, and the lady may be smarter, but she can't do the work. Right. If you can't Just phys- physical if, limitations. Yes. You know, women ain't as physical as men are. That's a fact. That's just, I mean, I don't, you take a 150 pound woman, you take a 150 pound man, 150 pound man is going to be stronger most times. Now, not all times, but most times most they should be. But if you're going to have a job that requires physical work, it should be go by who's best. Mm-hmm. And our whole country, we're getting away from all that shit with um, <clears throat> affirmative action. You got to hire so many of this or that. That's bullshit. Just hire who is best for your company. You shouldn't get a break for hiring someone that's a minority. You should get a break for, or you shouldn't get a break at all. It should be based on who it is. But then again, you're only talking as a white man, Jeff. Well, that's all I can be. <laughs> I mean, I can only be things fair. <laughs> I mean, you can only deal with people who they are. <clears throat> I only have one's perspective. But <clears throat> I didn't grow up with any kind of money or anything, so I don't have any of this privilege of that way. <clears throat> and you know what's funny about rich people? Every rich person in the world... Somebody somewhere busted their ass to get rich. It may not have been them. It may not have been their dad, their grandpa, but somebody somewhere busted their ass. The Vanderbilt family was one of the wealthiest families in this country. Well, the old man, he grew up poor. He busted his ass to make a fortune. You know? But nobody ever talks about that. All they do is talk about the the trust fund kids. Right. And the members of the Lucky Sperm Club, Somebody in that family busted their ass to get to where they are. Sure. I'm jealous of them. I wish I was getting a check for 100000 a month to do nothing. Wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Everybody would. You know? And that's what people at Trump, well, he grew up rich guy. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not his fault. His dad or grandpa busted their ass to get to where they are. And he's he's way more successful than his dad and his yeah. grandpa. Stephen Jones is going to get a football team. Yep. I mean, his dad busted his ass. He did. To get to where he's at, you know? I don't know and Bill Gates' story. Does Bill Gates have kids? Yeah. Does he? Not, Bill- gi- not giving him anything. Seriously? Cut off. Go make your own living. No money at all? No housing? No nothing? I'll look it up. Yeah, he's... he's what he's a cockbite. Quite the stickler. But th- there's a man, that I think he was a self-made. I don't think he come from much money. No, probably not. I think the bank in Albuquerque, New Mexico, still ought to fire the motherfucker who'd fuck that up. You know, they went to the bank to Albuquerque to borrow some money to start Microsoft, and they told them they didn't think it'd work, and they went to Seattle and borrowed money? Really? That's what I've been told. Let me see. Bill Gates. Um, Tony. What the hell? It's in the door. The root beer right there in the door. No, in the door. Uh, it says Bill Gates and Melinda Gates are giving their three kids a minuscule portion of their estimated $89 billion. Well, a minuscule might be $100 million. It could. I just couldn't imagine how, how much you love and care for your kids that you don't give them something. You it's know? not a favor to kids to have that huge sum of wealth. It distorts anything they might do creating their own path. So it doesn't. They're going to get something, but it doesn't say um, what. They plan to put the majority of their fortune towards charitable causes, namely the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And the who? So you can self-vaccinate and put chips in everybody. I don't. I just can't imagine having my children and being making that kind of money and not saying, "Here, here's ten yeah, million but, dollars but like a piece." Like you said. Okay, so here's the deal. Warren Buffett plans to leave uh, each of his three kids. Two billion dollars. So I mean, when you look at the two billion, 
Yeah. Well, they're they're getting way plenty. But 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 I mean that could be the minuscule portion that Bill Gates is talking about. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. To, Warren to, Buffett has seventy seven billion. So if you give away six billion of that, that's a minuscule amount of money. That, that, that is. But you're giving your kids something, and, I, and that's what yeah, I think. Two billion dollars. Well, is that's something. that's a lot more than I would. But I mean, regardless, you're giving your kids. And that's what. And I And that's meant. what's funny because this uh, this article says seven billionaires that aren't leaving that are not leaving their fortune to their kids. Warren Buffett. Might not be leaving his fortune to his kids, but he's given his kids a fortune. Yeah, they're still, that's right. $2 billion is a fortune. You know, Ethan uh, delivered furniture to his house. Ethan who? That worked here, Math- Mally. He worked in. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. He, he delivered a, a refrigerator or something to him, he said. To Warren Buffett? Yeah, he says his house in uh, Omaha. I'll be damned. And um, somebody else also had dealt with him in Omaha, told me last year they'd been to his house and done some work and stuff. So he's a nice guy. He drinks a lot of Coke. Well, he's probably a big... That's his drink of choice? I think so. Michael Bloomberg's not leaving anything to his kids. He's got $50 billion. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. But, like you said, are, are we talking about not leaving them nothing? Are you going to leave them the family seven estates that they own or 20 estates? And, you know, what are you going to do with all the houses you're buying and stuff? Are you going to give them to your kids or to nobody? You know, the Vanderbilts, they've got a place called the Breakers that's in um, Rhode Island. I can't remember. Pro- Providence, Rhode Island. And some big fancy houses on the Atlantic Ocean, and those houses are all in some kind of trust. Right. And then we went to the Biltmore, and that's a Vanderbilt home that's in some kind of trust. Bloomberg says if you want to do something for your children and show them how much you love them, the single best thing by far is to support organizations that will create a better world for them and their children. So he's going to leave his money to uh, philanthropal. Uh, I can't pronounce that word. How many of those fancy philanthropist organizations? But that's not the word. How many of these fancy places or these philanthropy organizations have got a guy that's running the philanthropy deal that's making a half million a year doing nothing but spending someone else's money? Finding loopholes in the tax bracket to invest this money in? Yeah, I'm not. We've gotten so far off of what we started on, but I think we have a major issue in these big cities over this race crap, and I don't think racial relations are that bad. I think we're making they're making a mountain out of a out of a molehill right now. What'd you just say? I don't think racial relations in our country are that bad overall. I don't think they're 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 as bad as they were. They were not as bad as they were when Obama was in office because they're not getting stoked no, every day not. telling you how bad it is. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for black people right now. We're such a weird deal because there's so much unemployment because of this, this virus. Coronavirus. But I and think, I wonder how much of that's playing into you got all this idle time on your hands all of a sudden. That could be people don't have to go to work, and how, and it's weird because I keep we're basically everything's open in Texas now. Yeah, I mean to a certain percentage. I mean, how much longer are we going to go before they open everything up a hundred percent? There's no, there hasn't been a big bunch of extra cases. Yep, yep. Um, I guess of all the states that have opened up, they've not seen any. Uh, you know, they're expecting kind of like a, 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 a an explosion in corona cases when people start getting out and about. It's a nursing home. I haven't seen that. This is a nursing home disease is what they should call it. This here, if Como and them, and I don't know who the fuck's responsible, they put all those people in these nursing homes. I heard there was a healthy boxer in his 30s that had the corona, and they sent him to a nursing home, and then everybody else got infected with it. I don't know if if it's a bullshit deal or not. But anyways, these nursing homes, if you took out the deaths, we're at 100,000 deaths. I bet you if you could figure out, if you could Google up how many of the corona deaths were in nursing homes, I'm going to bet 80% of the deaths are in nursing homes. 
You think that many? I think so. I really do. This uh, this article says that forty two percent of the deaths were in nursing homes. Forty two percent. So was three days ago, that was forty two thousand. So probably, so basically, we're sitting on about fifty thousand cases in the United States of death that weren't in a nursing home. Out of three hundred million people, it says just in Michigan, it's one in four. Twenty five percent of all the see that's what I'm saying they've put, they've they've added that all up and how many of the mother deaths are even COVID related. We had a little girl pass away in an ATV accident. They related that. They put that as a COVID death. Yeah. Let, 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 let's just say 20,000 people in our country have died from the corona that weren't in a nursing home. 20,000 people. That's nowhere near the flu numbers. Or probably close to the flu numbers, maybe. We were sold a bad bill of goods. <laughs> yeah. And everything. Thing that has happened in the last three months. Has been well, I mean, you can't. I don't think that you can say that because the we took the measures that we took, we saw the results that we've seen, and that's where we're at. We would have you, never shut you, down the country if they would have known that was all the death rate was going to be. Yeah, but you can't say that because you don't know what the death rate might have been had we not done anything. If we, we were getting, we were there's no, the projections were so yes horrendous that you had to do something. You had all these organizations saying, if we do nothing, this is what it's going to be. So to sit here and say the death rate is so small, we don't know what it would have been had we not done well, anything. Hindsight's twenty twenty, anyways. <laughs> so it's easy to say that. And you might be right. Maybe it's 50,000 deaths if we wouldn't have shut everything down. Or it could, I mean, it could have been a million, like they were saying. Right. I don't, I don't think it would ever. And it might not Because they didn't have a million people die in China. We don't know what we had die in China. Well, You're not going to get an accurate number out of them, ever. And now they're saying in Italy... Those people had some kind of virus. Yeah, the coronavirus. No, they had something else, too. I read a deal the other day was talking about that um, they did a study and that Tylenol is not bad for it. Italy went all the did all the procedures, I guess, that the WHO told them to do to help prevent it. A lot of shit they did helped escalate it. But they were a very old community, too. Smokers. Yep, smokers. Old people live old with people. young people. Yes, and lots of, but I don't think they're young. It, it was a bad deal. It's been a horrible... Whatever's happened, I think America could open up all the way now. It's funny now that the, only the blue states. And what really pisses me off last night, a lot of those people were not practicing social distancing last night. <laughs> they had on masks, though. They were not six feet apart. This ought to be the telltale sign. Yeah. In, in 15 days, if half of Minneapolis isn't sick with uh, corona. the corona, you know that it's all fake. Yeah. Or not fake, but it's built up more than it is. Because surely one of those people, if you just go by the statistics... Surely at least one has the corona. Oh, yeah. If you go by the statistics. I'm not scared about getting in nowhere now. If I go and play, did you, you went to Wichita yesterday. Did you see people wearing masks? Everywhere. They were wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Me and mom went to Abilene. We did not, and today I have the sniffles. We went to Abilene, and um, we went in Garden World. And I looked around. I told Michelle, I said, are we going to be the good people or the bad people here? She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, it's a mixed bag in there. The people with mask on would look at you, and I was wondering if they were thinking, that motherfucker needs to wear a mask, or they were thinking, I look like a pussy over here wearing a mask. Because <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, God damn, am I a dumbass for not wearing a mask, or are them some bitches just pussies for wearing a mask? And it was a half and half say. split. But then we went in United and bought groceries, and there wasn't hardly anybody in there wearing a mask at all. Everywhere but they've got we one-way aisles. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. I think it's a good deal. That's a pain in the ass. Because women because fucking clog up shit. I was, we, we, 
we went to Wichita. We made every stop there. So we had to go to four or five different stores. I needed deodorant. We're at Walmart. I need deodorant. Why'd you go to Walmart anyways? Uh, for Reese, We went to look for a Reese's bike. Okay. So while we were there, we were going to uh, just get some of that shit. I need deodorant. It's 10 feet down the aisle. I'm standing on the wrong way. I got to go all the way around to get to the fucking deodorant because I can't walk just right here to get my deodorant. I think the one-way deals is great because women clog up the fucking aisles. And they they don't still clog shit. up the aisle. But if they still clog up the aisle, and you got to walk around to get to where they're clogging up the aisle. Well, if you go one way, is going to make it less clogs. No, it makes more clogs. But I saw people that weren't following the rules. And the lady working at United was going the wrong way with a basket of oh, mine. Oh, that told, happened to us at Walmart. I told her, I said, uh, you're going the wrong way. She goes, I do it all the time. I said, well, well I would too. <laughs> but Attitude reflects leadership. But United has great leadership. Best stores there is. Obviously not. You if, buy she's groceries, not if she's going United the wrong Supermar- way, if she's going the wrong way, obviously not. Well, United Market Streets are the best place to buy groceries in North Texas. And... But but anyways, back to the deal. I didn't see a lot of mask wearers in Abilene. <clears throat> and maybe half at Garden World at United, maybe 10% of the people were. I don't know if this is a rule that Texas has, but every worker everywhere we went had on a mask. That may be a rule. Now, Everybody we were- at the restaurant that we ate at, at Home Depot, at Walmart, at United, at Academy. And I'm, I'm going to tell you about wearing a mask. Mall. We didn't. Well, we didn't go to the mall. We ate At the casinos, you got to wear a mask. Right. Me and Tony went to the casino there, Dane Harry. And I'm going to tell you something. Fucking back of my ears from them fucking masks. They're not comfortable. Oh, fuck. They're miserable. I had to wear one to for my for my last eye visit post-LASIK. I've got fairly big ears anyway, and these fucking masks pull my ears out. Fuck, I look like I got a disease <laughs> of some sort. They hurt so bad, though. I had mine on, and I was like, God dang, this bitch is hurt after a while. I saw and a kid at United get his ass jumped. His mask was slipping, mm-hmm. and it was right there. Kind of, his nose was exposed. His boss came out of fucking nowhere. This was a kid that was bagging our groceries. He got onto him. Boss came out of nowhere, and just ate this kid's ass out. Poor little high school kid. Well, he's like, "Fuck, I'd rather be in school than take this ass chewing." That's what he told you. Yeah, he's uh, not. He was not happy. I. I because when we finally got away, he's taking our groceries to the car. I was like, ooh, your boss is a stickler about that mask. Well, what's funny at the casino, if you're smoking, you can pull your mask up to smoke. So I started. I Take just, a cig. So I just took one ear and just had it hanging, dangling there. And the lady goes, you need your mask not on. I said, fix a light up a cigarette. <laughs> okay. I don't even smoke. I never smoked a cigarette in my life. Oh, okay. Walked on. Tony was going to buy him a pack of cigarettes to just put one just, in his mouth so he yeah. didn't have to wear a. Oh, I got to get more ears. Though That's the only thing I don't like. But I noticed things are opening up more and more. Um. So I think we're I think we're fixing to see a this race deal has really changed all this riding and shit has changed some things up. But I th- we were right on the cusp of pretty much getting to go. I think that Trump has won Minnesota now. I think this for sure you will so? seals Minnesota. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of uh, see I of don't. old conservative Democrats that are now seeing the shit in the big city that don't that, and seeing that shit go on and seeing all the the Democratic leadership. He only lost 18,000 votes last time. They've shut down all of northern Minnesota for all the, the um, travel. Those people were those those were blue communities. He's going to pick up a bunch of votes up there. All the suburbs outside of Minnesota are sick of all the Muslim bullshit. I think a lot of them are going to vote for him. And now all this shit going on in the big cities I think helps him. I think he wins Minnesota, and I think he's got Michigan in the bag because their governor's been such a douche, douche twat waffle that she screwed that up. So I think he's going to keep Michigan – 
and I think he wins Pennsylvania because of all the guns. And Didn't he already? He won Pennsylvania in 2016. Yep, and I think he'll win it again. Um, Wisconsin, I think he wins. That, uh, and I think that he wins Ohio and Florida, and I think he's the president of the United States again. I really do. But I, th- I do. I think we pick up Minnesota as the only state. I think I think he keeps every state and he picks up Minnesota. Minnesota is one of those weird states anyway. I mean, it truly is like all of – all their voting is coming out of the Twin Cities. It's it's ever 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 states that way. Look yeah, at Illinois. In Texas, we've got enough votes in the rural community to offset the. But we have big cities like Fort Worth that are, and there's Texans. But Dallas living. is all blue. Austin's blue. But Houston's blue. But there's a shitload of people that live there that are still conservatives. Or you get into Minneapolis and stuff, and you don't have as much of that going on. Um, look at uh, what's going. God dang it! I had Illinois. Chicago, mm-hmm. Illinois. Outside of Chicago, that all is a conservative state. Yep. But they're they're all dictated by that by the the mayor and that goofy bitch they got. That's the mayor of. Have you seen the mayor of Chicago? Yeah, not not a not a not a physical specimen. She by looks any. like an Indian, old Indian man. Looks scary. Oh, she's fucking. She's a troll. Scary looking, which is weird. Like how Florida switches. Like you got Miami. I guess the population outside of these big cities is enough. That but the Cubans are not fans of the Democrats. Well, that's true, too. And so they vote a lot of Republicans there. And then you got a lot of the old Jewish community from New York. I don't know how anybody Jewish would vote for a Democratic Party anyways. Trump's done more to try to help Israel than anybody we've ever had. Speaking of the Jews, uncut gems. Is Jews a, a proper word you can use? Mm, probably not. But I mean, it's like saying Heb for Hebrew. Is that okay? Probably not. Uh, Uncut Gems, all about Adam Sandler and his Jewish diamond. I guess. I thought you said it sucked. It was not a very good movie. It looked, the previews looked horrible. It got good ratings, too. Cecil and Ebert don't like the same shit I like. I don't know. I don't know who did the ratings, but Uncut Gems, I was disappointed in it. Me and Mom watched Bad Boys 3 the other night. Now, I did have to watch it, like, in three or four segments. I can't watch a movie straight through with kids. the kids. I can understand that. So maybe maybe that's kind of – because I'd pick it up, and it's a very depressing movie. Guy's got a gambling addiction. Oh. He, he makes money, and then he – so If he makes a million dollars, he spends a million bucks. Of somebody else's money. So the whole premise is he owes – turns out to like be his uncle. He's a, he's a jewelry – Loan shark some money. He's a jewelry dealer. He's got some money. Um owes some money, wins some money, parlays that on two or three different bets, and uncle comes after him. He's, but it's all riding on this uh, precious gem that he gets from the Afri- the black Jews in Africa. The um, I didn't like it. But like I said, maybe if I watched it in one sitting, it might have been better. Bad Boys 3, we watched it the other night. I enjoyed it because I like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Martin Lawrence got a little fat. He had a running <laughs> scene in there, and I felt bad for the son bitch. Did he make fun of it, like being out of shape? Oh, they make oh fuck no! They he make did. fun of him big time on this shit. And Will Smith's out of shape on the deal too. But they had at the very end of it, something happens where there's going to be Will Smith's going to probably be. A, they're going to have a, a slide off. Martin's Will's probably ready to retire. So Will and Will's uh, son on this deal, but it's it's pretty interesting. But he marries Reggie. Reggie, remember Reggie? The, Reggie. Come up, pick the girl up for the date. Reggie, you look like a grown ass man, motherfucker. You look ludicrous. From the first one or the second the second, one? second one? Yeah, yeah. And he plays the gun and yep. Yep, it's Reggie still in the picture. Yeah, you ever huh? slept with you Reggie. ever slept with a man? <laughs> <laughs> anyways, Reggie's on there. Yes, sir. No, sir. But anyways, Reggie's on there. He's a marine. But it's a well, good for Reggie. It's a. I enjoyed it. I, I really did. I thought it was a. I, 
it made me laugh. That's what movies are supposed to make you laugh. It had some funny shit in it, and they always got some funny crap on it. I love black comedy, anyways. You don't see you don't see black comedies anymore. No, I love it, man. Man, I miss I miss. Uh, Barbershop might have been the last what, good one. What's the guy with the bug eyes? The, the guy that died. Bernie Mac. Oh, he's a funny motherfucker. God, he was great. I loved him and um, anything he's been in. Bernie Mac was good in. I even liked him in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, um, anything he does, is he he was hilarious. fucking great. Um, I loved Red Fox. I love black comedy. It makes because it's real. If you go to a black barber shop, that's the way people talk, and they still do. They make fun of each other. They got name. Even I was watching. We were watching the first forty eight, and I told Michelle the other night. I said everybody that's shot that's black has got a nickname, or the guy they're looking for. Everyone that's biscuit, that's flathead. Everyone of them's got a name. If it's a white guy, yeah, we're looking for Carl. You know, there's no fucking <laughs> nicknames. Yeah, you know, they don't have nicknames. But black people all got nicknames, and it's the way they they are. And I and I enjoy that. And I think it's from, you know, I hung out with some of them. I used to play basketball with a lot of black guys, and believe it or not, and I'll talk shit, and they talk shit, but it's, that was interesting. And and so I like black comedy. Coming to America. It's one of the fucking funniest movies ever. They make fun of black people in that shit, bitch. The barber shop in there. And but, it's Eddie Murphy playing these white people. But it's the real life. It's the way it is. People are so fucking sensitive. That's the problem. People get so worked at it, you know, just... It, it it all boils down to that. If you're looking, if you take any, just like our podcast with uh, Cody Choate, if you look for the negative in life, it's not hard to find it. No. And if that's if you go into a situation looking for how you're oppressed, how your rights have been infringed on, you're going to find it. Yes. But if you just look at it with a positive mindset, and maybe without uh, a lens of bullshit, then you can see how things really are life is too short to be that serious about shit have fun and enjoy life i mean it's just it's ridiculous so if you're in minneapolis or minnesota i wouldn't go to minneapolis anytime soon but uh, it, i wouldn't be in a big city tonight anywhere yeah and i was i was a little nervous yesterday uh, not not nervous but I had my guard up. In Wichita Falls, you ain't got to worry about shit. What I worry about is people blocking highways in big cities and then getting stuck in a car and a bunch of fucking jump ass jumps getting on you and around you. That's what I worry about. Just Something be like safe. Happened. Be vigilant. Don't put yourself in a bad situation. If you are one of these guys, if you are one of these guys with the uh, AR-15s and you're going out, just I wouldn't do it, but you're you're asking for issues that I've, probably wouldn't be there. I thought you meant if any of these people acting like asses were listening to our podcast. I don't think that's happening. No, no. I just if 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 that's your mindset of well, I'll just strap up with this AR-15 and I'll go out there and you're going to have some shit go down that you probably aren't looking shouldn't be looking for. What, what scares me about that is is just because you get an AR-15 doesn't give you a, some common sense and some jackass that's going down there just to prove his deal gets confronted by somebody and he panics and he shoots two or three people and then fucking somebody else has it and then you got 37 dead people Yep. over and then then we really got a problem big time all right anyways we'll get back to waterfowl next week we're gonna have three waterfowl podcasts next week and that's basically it And we'll probably do a quarantine week 10 deal and we may even have an update with old josh stoner austin coffin or bo pierce and see how they're doing and check in with the big honker podcast or the big honker staff Anyways, you got anything else, Andy? That's it. Go get your ice rippers, guys. It's a good price. It's time to get on board. If you're up north, there's no reason not to have an ice ripper. That's basically it. All right. God bless. Goodbye.